Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every great conversation happens. And we are super stoked to have Daisy Page back here on the show with us. This is Daisy's second time coming on the show. It's because she has a second book of which we are stoked that she was able to bring it to us. Daisy, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay, CJ. Thanks for having me on the show again. I appreciate it. Well, yeah, when you got a hold of me, I was like, of course, we want you to come back on the show. We had such a great time talking to you the first time. And, you know, I love my Texas people. So, I mean, that's an automatic. (laughs) (laughs) So, Daisy, you've been super busy, but I want to give a little bit of background to everybody because Daisy is an author of Life's unexpected moments and correct me if I get any of the names wrong because you know how I am I just get to talking and forget about some things sometimes where Kirk Cameron wrote the foreword of her book that is how special Daisy is well the reason why was not only because of her infectious smile and personality but because Daisy was diagnosed with a with an illness that is MS is very rare. Yeah, it's rare and it is going to take her life one day, but God's going to choose when that's going to be. The life expectancy is five to seven years. Daisy's at year five, but the Lord's going to tell us when that's going to be. And as you can see, Daisy's not slowing down. She is on book two. And before the show, we were talking about how she's keeping up with her therapy and she's she's doing this, she's doing that, she's going on podcast tours. She's not done yet, folks, and she has a new book out and she's going to tell us about it tonight. And I'm excited that she brought it to us because I just love talking to you before and I'm, I'm glad I get to do it again. Well, thank you. I am too, CJ. And my, like you said, my, I'm not taking my uh, life yet, but it's taking my legs and it's it's, it's slowly making its way to taking my life, but you know what? I'm at peace with it, and I'm ready to go. God willing, whenever he's ready to take me home. Yeah. But okay. before any of that happened, my, my girl, so my dog, his name is Daisy, too. So. Oh. <laughs> It must be, you know, that that name is just so important in the world. But you talked about, before we came on live, you said, I've got these books that I need to write to leave a legacy and to bring awareness around the condition that I am enduring. Yeah. I don't have life insurance. 
So I want to leave a legacy, so to speak, for my children. And of course, for the awareness for this disorder. I've gotten to where it's very painful now. Um, I've lost the use of my mobility totally. Um, I can't feed myself or brush my teeth or, you know, things like that. So I'm totally dependent. I was telling you before, I still try to keep busy with the wheelchair lifts and do physical therapy in the pool and aquatic therapy is the best. And then I have OT therapy here at home, speech therapy here at home, yeah. and two nurses, a nurse, one nurse practitioner and a nurse that comes and visits me every week. So I got a lot going on. You're you're very busy with just trying to sustain what time you have left. But on top of that, you're writing a book and you just finished and published it. Can you tell us more about what the book's message is for people? Sure. Um, starting out, actually, I didn't tell you this. I'm going to tell you now. I republished. I'm, I'm working on repulsing unexpected moments on Amazon because I had a, um, a non-exempt contract where I had the rights and could publish it when and wherever I wanted. So um, changing the cover up a little bit, but new look, same book, you know. Okay. And that, cool. that story is about me being sexually abused, physically mm -hmm. and mentally abused, as well as a very tra traumatic life that I lived. Then to come to find out after being married to my husband happily for 12 years, <clears throat> I found out I have multi-system atrophy, which is leads to, to death, unfortunately. Mm. Wow. That's a lot to experience in one's life. But what I see coming from you and what I've seen every time I talk to you is you still smile. You have a light that exudes from your eyes. Where do you find that? Um, even though I had such a hard life, I still love life. Mm. And I love that I'm helping other people. And that God's using me for that tool to do that. Um, I I just I love to talk to people and, and tell them my story, and that's what God wanted me to do. Yeah. And I didn't know how to do it until I talked to Kirk Cameron, mm -hmm. and he talked to me into writing unexpected moments. And after I finished that, I started having visions of heaven. And so Beyond Heaven's Gate starts out as short stories that talk about those visions. And in the middle of the book, after the short stories, it's um, Unexpected Moments continues, living with MSA. Wow. That is very profound and beautiful. And I think what people do not realize is 
the struggles that we endure through our lives can be inspirational for other people so that they can weather their storms. And although they're hard, they're, they have purpose. So true. Yeah. You go through things for a reason. Mm -hmm. And we may not know what reason that is, but he has a plan for us. That's what that reason's for. And I truly believe that. And can you describe some of one or some of the visions of Heaven's Gates that you experienced? Oh, I'd love to. Um, one is I'm walking through on this golden path in this beautiful garden. And I can't explain it, you know, to left and the shroud of me or just filled with you beautiful flowers when I get to the end of the path and there's the golden shores and the water is so sparkling it looks like it's you know just golden and I look to the left and I see what I, who I know is Jesus sitting on a big boulder under a tree reading stories to little children uh. And I wanted to see, he was dressed in this white cloak, beautiful cloak, with red and blue shawl on. He has a couple of children in his lap. I never heard his voice or saw his face, but I, I could see his profile. And I, I knew it was Jesus. And I went, I wanted to go sit on a boulder to go listen to the story. But I hit it like an invisible wall. And I couldn't go any further. So I turned around and I started to walk the other way. Yeah. I looked out on the Golden Shores and I saw a boat with my family members in it. And they were fishing and they were catching one fish after another. And I started screaming, Hey! Hey, Mom. Hey, Daddy. Hey to my two sons. You know, I had twin sons, and they were on the boat, too. And I was screaming to everyone, but nobody could hear me, so I went. I had to go back down the golden path, to, and I came out of my closet. It was, it was really weird and so, so visual. Wow. Kind of like Narnia. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like it. And it. I had to get my tissue because it just gave me chills everywhere. The, the beauty of that, that vivid vision. And I thought, what I wouldn't give to sit on that boulder with you and just listen to the stories. Oh, I want to hear that <laughs> story. Yeah. But I think that wall was the representation of not yet. Yes, and that goes along with another story. I uh, was in line with, at the Golden Gates, and this book cover is how the gates really looked in my dream. Wow, absolutely beautiful. The handles here are, are diamonds, and there's diamonds here, and diamonds in the 
in the gates. You notice on the other side there's some silhouettes. Can you see those? Yeah, I see them over on the the left side there. Yeah, and right in the middle here, you can. Uh huh. And those were family and friends there waiting for me. Uh-huh. But I was in line with a bunch of people. And uh, St. Peter was standing on like a pedestal. And he was had a feather, a quill. And he was checking everybody in. And uh, every, when I got on the other side of the, the silhouettes, they disappeared and they were people, you know. And uh, they're all giving me hugs and my friend most of my very best friend that I was going to go see I think I told you the day Kurt Cameron was in town mm-hmm. um, she died three days after the book was published oh wow and so she was there she was like she always called me hey country bumpkin <laughs> You know, she said, I said, I started telling her, I'm so sorry because I was giving her bad voicemails because she wasn't answering the phone and I was having a really, really bad experience at the time. And I needed her. And I said, I'm so sorry. And she put her finger on my lip and she said, It's okay. It's all forgiven. And wow. um, I said, My book I published. She said, I know I read it. It's awesome. And then it, my mom that died when I was a baby, she came up to me and she told me that unfortunately it wasn't my time yet and I had to go home. So like, I don't want to go home. I want to stay here with you all. But it was not my time, like you said. Right. I had more stuff God wanted me to do, so I had to go home. And yeah. I woke up kind of sad, you know. It was just, Getting to see, yeah, getting to see them again and and not feeling that pain. And, yeah. and being able to walk. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You talk about the aquatic therapy that you're able to take. Um, does that help with the pain? It does. Afterwards, I'm in a lot of pain, though. Yeah. But, I mean, while I'm in the pool, I have a, a big pool noodle. Yeah. And I'm able to walk and run in the pool, and so that's—it's really awesome. I feel free, yeah. yeah. I and then I get back out. You know, I have to get back in the wheelchair, so it's kind of sad. Yeah, but you're gonna be able to continue to have those visions, so that you can have your legacy and tell the stories to people who can't tell stories who sit in a place where nobody's listening and they're gonna they're gonna hear Daisy Page talk about the visions and they're gonna read the book that Daisy Page wrote and know they're not alone and that is such a beautiful thing yeah God tell me you know you're ruining art just like they tell me in the revelation, parents and children are going against each other. There's more tornadoes, 
more earthquakes, more hurricanes, you know what I say? Mm-hmm. And um, nobody believes in heaven anymore, so you got to help me get the word out about heaven. So when you read the short stories, you can visualize these things. I mean, you read my other book. Mm-hmm. So you see how descriptive it is. So I, I really, I try to, I try to put you there, in this place, so you can visualize it. It's not, it's, it's undescribable, but describable at the same time. Yeah, it's. So I haven't had any visions, but after I gave birth to my daughter. Um, I lost a lot of blood. It was a month after she was a month old. And I lost, and I started hemorrhaging for no reason. It was very weird. She was a month old. And I was rushed to the emergency room. And all I know is everything was going black. And they were rushing around everywhere. Blood was coming out everywhere. And they were like, turn her upside down. We have to keep as much blood to her head as we can. Oh, wow. And I just remember... I was praying. I was praying very hard. And I remember just this black darkness coming this way. And a sense of calm and peace come over me. I wasn't scared anymore. I didn't fear for anything that was coming. And I just felt joy inside. And that's the closest thing, like I said, I haven't had visions of heaven, but that's the closest thing I can describe to being okay with what is to come. The same thing happened to me when I was pregnant with my um, youngest daughter. You know, I was about to lose her because I was so upset my dad had been killed. Mm-hmm. But, and I was crying hysterically and her heartbeat was dropping. And my dad came to me, I know he did, and he said, I'm okay. And it was like a sense of peace came over me and her heart rate yeah. started coming back up, you know. And- I, I truly believe that there is this connection, that we're not disconnected from heaven, from Jesus, from God, that there, we're, we're connected. And there is, just because our souls leave these physical bodies doesn't mean that, I hate to say the word dead, because there is no death. It even says in the Bible, if you believe in Jesus and you follow Jesus, that there is eternal life. And that's the beauty of what you're you're experiencing like getting these glimpses of how once you once your soul leaves this the physical body that it's currently experiencing the pain in what you're going to be a part of and it's it's beautiful and that's one image i want to give you is that there's a huge feast when you arrive And the table is as long as you can see. I mean, it's so long. It has all your favorite foods on it. And you can eat as much as you want and you never get stuffed. That's good. I had one side of the table had my dad and my dad's family on it. 
and one had my mom and my mom's side of the family on it. So it was, it was very, and there's people in there that I've only seen in pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was real. Well, I loved the Mexican food and the pizza and the yeah. hamburgers and that. <laughs> I just couldn't stop eating. There was so much good food there, and the dessert. Oh my lord! <laughs> there is the best desserts in the whole wide world. So we're definitely not advocating for anyone to go there early. However, when it is our time, and we're going to love all of the food. <laughs> that. So do you continue, now the book is published and it is out, do you continue to have these visions and these visits with your loved ones? No, I just will tell you that um, the other day, this was the last thing I heard, and as soon as I heard it, I put it on my phone because I didn't want to forget it, so let me just that up and I'll tell you what I know he said to me mm-hmm. um, but no I haven't had any visual visits anymore um, I guess I got out what he wanted me to you know yeah and, and I do believe when that there are certain messages that will be given to you that you are meant to share. And those were the prophecies that, that were given to many, many people, not many, many, but the people that wrote the Bible, they were given prophecies to write down in the Bible. And I think a lot of people think that that was just written and that you were supposed to stop writing the Bible. No prophecies in and visions are still being given to people. And I think that they need to embrace that. And I'm so glad that you embrace that and are sharing that with the world. And, you know, that's exactly what the back of the book says. I've got those Bible verses on the back of the, of the book. But what he said to me was, patience, 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 all in due time. There's joy in what, the waiting. Divine timing is at hand. We can see our path ahead, and we are planning it, for, preparing it for you. While you wait, take care of you and your energy. Slow down, ground, clear course, meditate. Um, Embrace the moment. It's coming. I love that. I think that's a message to every human in the world right now. And I need to take that clip. And I I need to condense that into one reel and get that out everywhere. A message from you. Because everyone needs to just slow down. Well, I was trying to do too much at once, once when it came to me too, you know. And I'm surprised I remembered it, but you know, if you don't write it down or I couldn't really write, but I put yeah. it on my phone immediately, I wouldn't have remembered that. 
Yeah. It, it's very profound because I think we're currently in this cycle in our world as humans of go, 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 go. Hurry up before the next big thing catches. Hurry up before this happens. This is good. We don't just stop for a minute and I get caught up as well. But if we do that, we're missing those messages. In 2019, I went and I five hours away from home and I got me a studio apartment. I took a job working and I sat in the studio apartment by myself and I said, okay, God, this is me and you. These moments that I have alone when I'm not at work, I'm going to really dig in and I'm going to, we're going to talk because I've got to find myself because the year, two years previously, I was having a very hard time transitioning from the military. And I thought of, of leaving for lack of better words. I thought that I'm a burden on my family. I'm a burden on the world. I, I don't have a purpose here. So for that year in 2019 that I was up there, I had some very hard conversations with the Lord and I slowed down and I listened and the the words that I got, the messages that I received during that time, I, the signs that I saw changed the whole trajectory of my life. And it's exactly what you just said. What you, you just You miss it all if you're so busy. Yeah. You don't hear it. You don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You saw it. You slowed down, though. Yeah. That so you didn't do beautiful. what you planned on doing. I really pray everybody reads both of your books because they need to learn that they're not alone. That there's people that are going through things in their lives that are profound. But they can get through it. That there's more than this physical state that we currently understand in our conscious minds and it's faith whatever that is to them yeah, and this is the grace of god yeah absolutely now you you say that um you do charity work to bring awareness to your um to your condition and some of your proceeds go to an organization. Would you like to shout out that organization? Yeah, it's uh, DCMSA.com forward slash. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. I, I wasn't typing. I was holding my hands and I was like, you need to be typing this, CJ. What are you doing? Do your job. <laughs> DCMSA.org and forward slash. Donate hyphen to hyphen us, US, and then forward slash. Okay, I've got that typed in here. So if anyone wants to donate and bring more awareness and help with the research to get better things to help with people who go through what Daisy is going through. Yeah. And also, where do people go and grab a copy of your book, Daisy? It's on Amazon. They're, they're both on Amazon. And that's Life's Unex... 
unexpected moments. Everyone's listening to me uh, spell out the words as I type because I'm like, how do you spell unexpected? <laughs> and the second one is beyond heaven's gate, correct? Yes. This is um, unexpected moments. And I'm working on kind of reviewing or revamping the cover a little bit. Okay, awesome. You can see forwarded by Kurt Cameron right here in the top. Yeah. And then this is the cover for um, Beyond Heaven's Gates. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that one. I'm definitely going to read that one and make sure that I'm just going to really read it. More than read, just ponder on it and listen. You're in but this book. How did I make that book? <laughs> My heart just stopped. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> do you remember the email I sent out and asked, you know, do I have permission to write about you and are you are interviewing the story? I don't remember. I I think because I answer so many emails. No. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So everybody that did I actually did 52 interviews before um, I um, published Young House Gates, but only the ones that responded to me, I put there, it's a little bit about them in the book. Well, wow. That's fantastic, Daisy. And in the back, there's a link to our interview from last time. Wow, that that's amazing. What a kind soul. What a kind soul you are. I, even everything that you're going through, you, you still think about everybody else. I couldn't imagine the, how big your heart is. I don't even know how it fits in your chest. I really don't. Oh. But I know that the moment that you messaged me this time, it, there was no way I was going to even worry about about when I was going to schedule you. I just knew that you were coming on the moment that I had a chance to get you on. And I says, okay, what, what, what did I say? I was like, Hey, let's do it Monday. I think that was Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just people that touch your life and you know that you want to talk to them, you know, oh, that's sweet CJ. Yeah. Well, you're one of them, Daisy. And I, I think that people, need to be in the presence of good people. You're going to make me cry. Okay, I'm going to stop because I don't want to cry. <laughs> Not too much. But guys, go and grab these books, Life's Unexpected Moments and Beyond Heaven's Gates. Go over to the dcmsa.org slash donate hyphen to hyphen us and give to the cause. And who knows? Maybe we've got one more book from Daisy coming out. Uh, you never know. I didn't know the second one was coming, so we might bring Daisy back on. Anytime you want to come back on and talk about something, Daisy, you know how to get a hold of me. You, you just shoot that email, and you're coming on. Uh, I'm done this time. I know I said that last time. This time I'm done. I'm fighting. You know, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah. My son is in the military, and Believe it or not, God's bringing him home to me next month. 
And I, I think it's so I, I haven't seen him but one time in three years. And so I think he's bringing him home for me to see so that I can go peacefully. I don't want to go in pain. I had a really painful experience last month and it was mm -hmm. so horrible. And my oxygen wouldn't go above 70. Uh, it was, I have a, a GNR. Mm -hmm. So I was scaring everybody there for a minute. Mm -hmm. My mom's a nurse and she knows I have a DNR, so she was doing the sternum rub, you know, and saying, breathe, breathe, Daisy, breathe. Yeah. I was like, aren't I breathing? I'm talking to you. She's like, no, you need to breathe. Mm. Well, I know that you are going to be in my nightly prayers. And I pray that the Lord keeps you here for as long as your mission is still needed here on this earth. And of course, that your son gets to see you. Yes, my granddaughter. I'm my yeah. my granddaughter. Oh. And I know that whether I see you on this podcast or not, I know that I will see you again one day regardless of what realm it is on, because there there's a connection and we, I will see you at a feast. Yes. So and I'm welcome home. Peace. Absolutely. So I don't have to tell you goodbye on this plane because I'll see you on one of them. See you later. <laughs> Absolutely. It's never goodbye when you have eternal life. Right. Right. I don't know, I look a little different than I did last time, so you can probably tell I have progressed. Um, yeah. I think when we did your did a podcast before, mm -hmm. I was a lot, when I first got sick, I noticed I was only 109 pounds. Mm -hmm. I left me on a lot of medications, so I've gained more weight than I ever have before, and um, my speech is really not as good as it was when I was on, but I'm still making it to but get still, out. But you still have the same smile and sparkle in your eyes, and that means that Daisy Page is still here, and that's why that's what we love about you. But we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye to all the guests because they need to go read your book. We didn't let them go so they can go buy your book and donate. And we're gonna stay back afterwards just for a few more words. So we appreciate everybody that came on and watched with us tonight. Go and grab a copy of Daisy's book, and we will catch you guys later. We'll be back on Wednesday. We have another author on Wednesday. I appreciate. I'm getting caught up in my words. Y'all know I got a tissue because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be using a little more here after I get off here. Bye guys. We'll see you guys Bye. later. Thank y'all.